Thank you for downloading this weekend sermon from Bangalore Revival Center. Our desire is to see you grow in your love and pursuit of God, causing you to become a channel of His love and grace to the people around you. Now let's listen to the Word of God. Anybody remember what's John 10:10? So Bible quiz. What's John 10:10? Just steal, kill, and destroy. Pastor Jojo has seen the slides and the titles, so he knows. No. Tell me the entire verse, not just the. Okay, okay. We are getting there. The thieves come. Okay, here's the here's the actual Bible verse. It says, let's read it together. One, two, three, go. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. And my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Who is, who, yeah, who is my? Jesus. Okay, very good. We are very clear. All right. But the question is, who is this thief? Now, I, I want you to answer. I'll explain later, but I want you all to answer. Who is this thief? Devil, okay. Common answer. Who else? The problems, all right. The negative powers, okay. That's it. I think that, sorry? Depression, okay. Yeah, depression, tension, all right. So, oh, I, I, I should have removed. Don't look at your neighbor when I talk about thieves. I forgot to remove the slide. Okay, so sorry, so sorry. Don't look at your neighbors. Okay, now, you know, uh, because John 10 10 has been quoted so many times in so many sermons and in so many contexts, people think that it's the Satan, it's the enemy. All right, uh, of course, yes, he is the enemy, uh, the devil is a liar, he's the chief of sinner, and, and you know, everything is because of the enemy of, of the Satan, of, of, the, of uh, the thief. But if you look it into the, in the context of John 10, if you read the first verse in the chapter, it says, let's read it together. I tell you the truth, anyone who sneaks over the wall of a sheepfold rather than going through the gate must surely be a thief and a robber. Okay, so the question I asked, who is the thief, is already answered in verse 1. Okay, now anywhere over here do you see enemy, Satan, devil mentioned? No, then who is the thief? Okay, it's particularly talking about the leaders, the, the Pharisees, the, the Sadducees. Okay, so Jesus is referring them as thief. All right. Now, I don't know what problem, this is NLT version by the way, I don't know what problem the NIV version had. Uh, it, it, it clearly says, very truly I say you Pharisees. I, I don't know why, you know, uh, all other translation do not mention, but NIV, you know, NIV wants to like, like don't want to uh, beat around the bush. He says like, I tell you Pharisee. So. Jesus is calling the Pharisee, okay, as the thief and robbers, okay. Now go and read chapter 9, you know, Jesus did some miracle, uh, the blind man went to, to the, the priest and high priest and you know, there they mocked him and all the drama happened and over here, uh, Jesus is talking about uh, the thief, you know, and his purpose is to steal, kill and destroy. Okay, and it and if you read further, it eventually went to such a state that uh, people thought that Jesus is blaspheming, and they even wanted to kill him by stoning him. Okay, so go home and read chapter ten. But today we're going to only emphasize on the on the part that that uh, there is a thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Okay, so my entire sermon revolves around steal, kill, and destroy. Okay, we've heard so many times, but let's understand, okay? That's why I wanted you to do, play that game, exchange your phones, pay good attention to the word, you know? This word would help you to understand how enemy works, okay? How the thief works, and then you may know how to counter-attack enemy, all right? So, uh, 
Okay, uh, there's a beautiful quote from uh, Matthew Henry. How many of you know who's uh, Matthew Henry? Have you have anybody ever come across? Anybody reads Bible commentary? Nobody reads Bible commentary? Okay, the one college, uh, Bible college student says. So, Matthew Henry is a, is a well known for his uh, commentary for Old and New Testament. He has uh, six volumes. Uh, if you go and read commentaries, you know there are softwares uh, that, that has commentaries over a particular topic. Matthew Henry is a well known uh, commentary author. Uh, and he says, bad principles are the root of bad practices. Okay, now tell me, how many of you feel that stealing, killing and destroying is a good practice? How many of you think it's a good practice? No. How many of you think it's a bad practice? Raise your hand. Okay, everybody agrees. So, so it's the bad principle that they follow, make them do bad practices. Okay, now, you know, uh, we like to label people, we like to pass judgment, we tell people, oh, he's not good, he's bad. Okay. Now, if you go back to Genesis, what did God say when he created man? What did he say? You know, when he created sky, the seas, the animals, everything, what he said? It was good, but when he created man, when he created Adam, what did he say? He is very good. Am I, like, am I connected with you all? What did God say? That this is? Very good. So what, when, when, when God created us, when God created man and woman, it was very good. But it's our bad principles that we follow makes us bad people, that makes, makes us do bad practices. Okay? So today our focus is not on, on Pharisees. You know? We're going to focus on how enemy tries to trick, how enemy tries to, to, to to follow people bad practices that bad make them bad. Okay, so are we clear so far? Alright, so the next question I want to ask is Okay, can you go back? Uh, okay, okay. What does this thief want from us? Now you know the 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 thief uh, comes to steal, kill and destroy. But what does this thief want from us? What does he want? Okay, he doesn't want us to follow the God's way. What else? Sorry? To worry, to worry, alright, okay. What else the thief wants from us? Yeah, steal. Steal what? Why, why does the thief come? What does he wants from us. What does he want to steal from us? Okay. How many of you think it's money? Please raise your hand. How many of you think it's money? Okay. It's a most common answer people think like, you know, uh, when you talk about a thief, the first thing that comes in your mind, you know, if you close your eyes and you think the word thief, it's your, your bank account, your fixed deposit, your money. Agree? Okay. Now tell me this, why would uh, the thief wants your money? What will he do with that money? He doesn't go to KFC. Okay, he doesn't live in a lavish flat. He doesn't own the best car in the world. Then why does he want your money? Okay. He's all, he, he, the thing is, why does he want to be rich? What is the, his purpose of being rich? You know, if you see when Jesus was tempted, uh, the, the, the Satan took Jesus to the highest place and he said like, I will give you all this kingdom, okay, if you bow down to me. Which means, right now, enemy is in control of all the kingdom, alright? Now, if he has control over everything, why does he want your money? Why does he want your health? So that we can bow down to him. But, you know, when I was meditating, I realized the enemy or the thief comes not for our money, not for our health, but he comes to the promises that God has given to you. Because he knows that if I steal that promises that God has given to you, you are powerless. 
How many of you agree? Okay. The enemy comes or the, the, the thief comes to destroy all the prophecies that men and women of God, God has given over your life. Because he knows that if that prophecy gets fulfilled, I may never be able to get him back. I may never be able to bring him into darkness. You know, the enemy wants to, to destroy your walk with God. Okay, he wants to steal the time that you spend in the presence of God in worshipping. It's not your money, it's not your health. You know, uh, I'll tell you, if you have all the richness and the money, it's very easy for you to go away from God. Because you are so busy managing the money, handling the money and taking care of the money, that you'll have all the sicknesses, un unwanted sicknesses, you'll have sleepless night. So, enemy is not behind your money. He is not behind your health. Okay? Of course, by taking little bit of your money, because we all, I feel, have very little, we get worried a lot. Okay? If, we get, if our family members become sick, uh, you get worried. So he tried to put a little bit of worry. But his main purpose that he comes to steal, kill and destroy is our, our promises, our prophecies and our walk with God. Okay? Now these are the few important things that God put in my heart, but there are so many other things as well. Alright? Let's go to the next slide. Now you need to know that the thief is very smart. Turn to your neighbor and say, the thief is very smart. Okay? Why he is very smart? Can anybody tell me? He yeah, he sneaks. No, no. Why? Why the thief or the enemy or Satan or devil, name whatever you want, why is he very smart? Okay. Uh, the answer is he knows the word of God. How many of you agree that he knows the word of God? Okay, because he quotes Bible. He quotes Bible references. He, he, he tested God with word. Okay. Now, if you want to become smart, you know, you just have to follow what the enemy does, what the thief does. Don't follow his ways. Follow why, what made him smart. It's the word of God. Okay. So, if you ponder on the word of God, if you soak yourself in the word of God, there is no chance that people will come and tell you, hey, you're a little smart. You know why? Because when the wisdom of God comes in you, when Holy Spirit comes in you, whatever you speak will be a word of wisdom. You know, it will bring life, it will give promises, it will give prophecies. How many of you want that? If you want, close your eyes and say, Jesus, give it to me. You know? And make, him a prom make promise to Him, make a covenant with Him that I will make sure that I will dwell in the word of God. I will soak myself in the word of God. I will soak in worship. And then he will become very smart. Okay? Now let's understand how is very smart. Okay? If you notice, the thief comes, there's three things he does. First is what? He first steal. Then second? Kill. Destroys. Okay? You know, uh, some Christians are very, very, uh, you know, very weak or, you know, they are very conditional. They come to the Lord only when there is problem. Okay. So what he does is, uh, to some Christian, he'll only go and steal little bit of promises, little bit of joy, little bit of something he'll, and you know, little worry you put, that's it. The, his walk with God is gone. Okay. He doesn't work hard for, 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 to, to destroy, like, you know, to, to make somebody away from God. Okay. So, the, any, the thief or the enemy, he tries, first he tries to steal a little bit. If that doesn't work, then he tries to kill a little bit of your ambition, your passion, your zeal for God. Okay? And even if that doesn't work, then he goes to destroy. Okay? He doesn't come and directly destroy. That's what we usually think. Even if the smallest problem the enemy puts in our life and we feel like, oh, we are destroyed, we are destroyed, we are destroyed. No, 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 no. no. You know, he, he goes with the process. As the faith of a believer is, depends on that, he, 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 he pulls out his weapon and he tries to steal, he tries to kill, he tries to destroy. Alright? Okay. Next slide. Okay. Now, the question is, 
why is the thief or why is the enemy after our life? Can anybody answer me why? Why does he want that? It's just because it, it's fun. Okay, you know sometimes we trouble people, sometimes we trouble our neighbors, sometimes we even trouble our partners. You know, I do, I trouble Sasha a lot because it's just fun. You know, you irritate her, I irritate her, I, I, I you know, is it, is it because thief wants to have fun? No, there's, there's always a purpose, there's always uh, a reason why thief come, the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy, okay? Uh, so these are the reasons, these are the three reasons that God gave me. There are many other reasons. The first reason is he is selfish. Okay? He is selfish because he knows that we worship with our heart, mind and soul to the one and the true God. And that doesn't, he doesn't like that. Okay? That is why he is very selfish. You know, he is so selfish that he tries to, to, to break your passion to break your love for God you know he creates boundaries he creates obstacles so that you will not worship the God of this world but you will worship the world you know that he has surrounded it with so many things second reason he is jealous okay you know why did Lucifer fell down from heaven you know he was the chief angel or chief uh, uh, sorry yeah, so he was a chief angel in heaven and he fell down, okay? One reason was he became jealous of God and pride came into him, okay? Now, because he has a fallen angel, he, he is so jealous that when he sees that we, we as a church, we as an individual, we as a family, when we, when we truly love him, you know, with a pure heart, with pure motive, with with a genuine love we show to God, he becomes very, je very jealous. So that's the reason he comes to steal, kill and destroy. Okay? And the third reason is not secure. Okay? You need to understand the enemies try to fight a battle which he has already lost on that cross. How many of you agree? Okay? The enemy is already been defeated and that couldn't hold him down. Okay, that's a beautiful song that we keep hearing. Uh, don't expect me to sing in tune. You know why. <coughs> so, you know, he is so insecure because he knows that I've already lost the battle. He himself knows. Still, he's trying his best to steal, kill and destroy with the hope that he may one day be victorious. Okay, but you know what happened on that cross? Jesus said something before he gave his breath. What he said? He said, it is finished. Okay, it's finished once and forever. Okay, but I think uh, Jesus spoke in a language that he, the, the, the enemy didn't understand. That's why he's still trying like a fool, trying to, to break us down, to, to steal, kill and destroy. Alright, now, if anybody is hearing this for the first time, I just want to tell and encourage you that we believe in a finished work of cross by Jesus, okay? When he said finish, everything is over, okay? You have a direct relationship with God because of his son Jesus Christ. And the word of God says, whoever believes in him will have an everlasting life, okay? All right. Now, how many of you know what's Hosea 4.6 My people perish Okay, Sangeeta reads the word of God very nicely, okay? Let's go to the verse. It says, My people are being destroyed because they do not know me. Alright? Now, my people perish, my people destroy. You know, God is telling to Hosea that even though people have gone away from him, people have betrayed and, and you know, uh, hurted God so many times, still He calls us as my people. You know why? Because He loves us. The moment you genuinely love somebody, no matter how bad things they do, how wicked things they do, 
you would never stop loving them okay for an instance all the parents you know you look at your child or look at your own parent you know i am sure nobody is perfect over here anybody perfect over here please raise your hand i want you to lay hands on me and pray all right nobody you know we would have done so something terrible something dishonoring something which we are not proud about but because of that did our parents stop loving us you know at times they may show you that they are very hurt they are very upset they may not talk us for months years or decades but you know in your heart that they still love you okay i know it very well okay now just imagine how much god would love us okay when bible says even your heavenly parents would forsake you but i will not forsake you okay now that same god is telling us that my people are being destroyed because they don't know me okay they don't know how i think how i work they don't follow my my ways they don't read my word and gain wisdom because the moment you gain wisdom the moment you know how enemy works the moment you know how thief works the moment you know how when and where the thief will come you won't be able to steal kill and destroy us because we already know now tell me if if i tell somebody like tomorrow at 2 am in the morning i'm going to come and rob your house what will you do will you throw a party will you go out for vacation no okay you're going to lock the door from inside and outside you'll hire security guard you yourself would stand at at the door you'll tell your partner or your family to stand inside the door like if if pastor robin comes and and you know he he ties me up you tie him up when he comes inside okay now the reason my people are uh, god's people have been destroyed is because they don't know and thing is you know god says ask wisdom and god will give generously okay now the question that you and i we both, we all need to ask to each other are we asking god are we asking god generously to give wisdom because if you know god if you know the plans of the enemy if you know how enemy works he won't be able to destroy us amen okay so you know i love the word but in the bible okay whenever there is a but wherever there is a condition something beautiful happens and when the but is in the side of god marvelous thing happen amen you know i like joey he is wearing the t-shirt called marvel okay just you put few alphabet it becomes marvelous okay let's let's go to the next side okay now john 1010 says the thief comes to steal kill and destroy okay now i am not here to say that thief will not come okay thief will try to steal okay he will definitely try to steal you know but when you put the word but okay but our master our god leaves everything to find us how many of you agree okay if you if you read the parable of the lost sheep in matthew 18 12 what happened there were 99 sheep uh, he had 100 sheep and the shepherd lost how many sheep one and what did he do he why he is a fool he is a fool only a fool would leave 99 and go behind one okay he left all the 99 vulnerable and he went behind that one sheep now just imagine if if a, if if a lion tiger or all the wild animals would have come and eaten the 99 okay maybe 50 would have left he went behind one leaving 99 and was left with 50 was it a wise deal was it a wise decision that he do no now all business people they will know this is not how it works okay if if you have a loss for one ship it's okay chalega so it's fine it's fine i still have 99 i will work hard and again make that 99 i'll make 199 why go behind one okay but that shepherd loves the sheep that lost sheep okay and somewhere in all our journey throughout our life you and i sometimes become that one lost sheep but our master our god our jesus christ he will leave everything and he will come and find us 
how many of you believe that you know one one sign of that is jesus christ he came on this earth you know he left heaven he left heaven he left the best place in the entire universe galaxy or whatever you would say and he came on earth why that's what john 3:16 says it says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will never perish but have an everlasting life all right so go back with this promise you know that even if the the thief try to steal but say but go turn to your neighbor and say but but beauty but okay okay say beauty but our master will leave everything to find us say your master will leave everything to find you okay but because you have this promise don't keep getting lost okay okay you know what hosea chapter hosea verse said my people perish because of lack of knowledge now because you have this revelation you have the knowledge don't keep getting lost okay don't don't make your your master feel that ayo this guy no don't let the master say ayo to you okay second point the thief will try to kill okay that's his purpose that's his vision that's that's the best he can do you know he will try to kill us say but turn to your neighbor and say but our god will how many of you believe that okay no matter how bad the situation is how dead the situation look how dead your relationship looks how dead your office will look how dead your business will look how dead your finance will look but our god will resurrect us okay now i'm not just saying because it's nice to say things okay i'll i'll prove it from the word of god anything and everything if i say contradicts the word of god stone me okay i give you full permission thank god we are on third floor there are no stones around okay but uh, okay how many of you tell me how many resurrection happens in the bible just raise your hand how many of you know that's everybody starting counting jojo don't go to the next slide he's counting okay how many resurrection happened in the bible all entire bible old testament new testament genesis to revelation how many resurrection happened throw some random number i'll see how close you are two five okay five any more numbers seven okay good seven okay you people don't know next time this question comes in any of the bible quiz you be you will jump on your seat and answer okay don't forget this let's go to all the resurrection that happened okay first is the widow of zarafat son all right you know the story when when elijah went into that house the son died and elijah resurrected him okay second is the shunamite's woman son who who it's elisha very good okay third is the israelite man anybody know that story what happened so so somebody tried to to bury that man and and my wife knows everything yeah no no it was on ezekiel's bone elisha's bone you know his body touched elisha's bone and that man was resurrected it's in second kings 13 20 21 i'm going to share this slide so go home read this references you know it's a beautiful story okay fourth one is uh, the widow's son you know in the town of nain okay when when jesus was walking he saw a funeral happening you know see that's what faith does that that's what the word of god does you know you see a funeral walking he say hey stop 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 and he says to that boy get up and he he got up and he sat okay the fifth one is jarius daughter very well known quoted and everybody knows okay jarius daughter okay lazarus okay everybody knows lazarus was dead for two days and then jesus went and he resurrected him correct yes two days on the fourth day on the fourth day all right okay now the seventh point the saints in jerusalem you know what happened when jesus said it is finished there was a big earthquake and all the saints in jerusalem rose up from their grave and people saw okay so when a resurrection happens it's not like a ghost 
okay it's a actual real people other people also saw okay All other people witness the resurrection okay and the eighth one is the uh, tabitas okay the tabita the the uh, she she was dead and and uh, she was resurrected and the ninth one it's the beautiful you know uh, uh, and you uticus 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 that's how you pronounce uh, what happened anybody knows it's a, it's a very interesting story you know paul decided i will preach whole night because he had a early morning catch to flight he knew that if i sleep now i will miss the flight so he preached all night and this young man was sitting at the window you know it's very hot maybe back like bangalore it was very hot he was sitting by the window enjoying the cool air and then he fall asleep and he fell down and he died okay and then 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 he was uh, he, then paul went and i said like okay no 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 he's not dying he just fell off the third floor because he went into some heaven i think so and then you know he raised him back so there are nine resurrection mentioned in the bible am i right yes nice the 10th one is jesus christ all right i believe everybody knows this so in the bible from genesis to revelation there are 10 resurrection mentioned in the bible okay and if the enemy comes and and tells you that i will kill you okay turn to your enemy and say not to your neighbor turn to your enemy and say my god will resurrect me okay my jesus christ will resurrect me okay go to the next slide okay now the third thing what does the enemy come to do he we saw he comes to steal he tries to kill and sometimes he feels like oh you know like some like i mentioned before uh, he tries stealing and see if if this guy is done he'll stop there if he feels like okay i need to kill this passion i need to kill and still you know he comes back uh, then what the enemy tries to do okay now i need to destroy him completely okay i will like will shatter him no hope no no promises no prophecy nothing can bring him back okay so the thief will try to destroy you but turn to your neighbor and say but but god will build you and breathe in you okay now just again i am not saying because i just want to say how many of you know ezekiel 37 the 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 passage which talks about a valley in the dry bones okay very famous you know just just let me recap what happened uh, ezekiel was taken uh, in a dream uh, into a valley okay what's in the valley there was beautiful sunflowers and lilies correct no what was there in the valley dry bones okay you know bones it's not only that they are dead okay they've been they've been killed they've been destroyed and they've been become dry you know your bone how many of you like bone marrow you know inside goat i love that you know you know inside bone also there is there is some liquid you know you know any science student nursing student you know they would know inside bones so many liquid and all the stuff even those were dried okay and bible doesn't mention how long but just assume maybe 5 years 10 years okay for 5 years or 10 years the, the those bones are lying there they are dry and what happened god said to ezekiel speak and when he when he spoke what happened all the bones came together okay that pastor prejeet mentioned this story before as well you know uh, it the matching happened perfectly uh, my leg like if suppose our bodies are there so my bone didn't went to pastor jojo pastor jojo's hand didn't went to 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 shiny sister no it, it 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 there was a perfect match happened okay and a huge army was standing okay so same thing can happen in your life in your situation as well okay in your relationship wherever whatever you know god knows your struggle okay never have a feeling and never say this word you know okay god doesn't understand or god doesn't know god knows everything if anybody over here is 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 thinking or uttering or or confessing this word that god doesn't understand god doesn't know i'm sorry to say you are wrong god knows everything amen and then what happened then god 
told Ezekiel, breathe. Okay, so wind, so uh, wind from all four direction came, and what happened? There was life in that army. Okay, so you know the enemy would have destroyed something in your life. The thief would have come and destroyed something in your life, and you would feel that there is no hope. There's no way. There's no way. You know, sometimes uh, people are uh, so done with their life. They feel like. Even if God himself comes, things won't happen. They, they sometimes confess so unwanted and so unnecessary things. But I'm here to tell you, there is no situation, there is no destruction that the enemy has put in your life that God cannot build and breathe in it. Okay? How many of you believe? If you believe, Bible says, you know, Jesus kept telling, your faith has made you whole. Your faith has healed you. Okay, that same word I am going to declare over your life. It's your faith in God. It's your faith in Jesus Christ. It's the Holy Spirit that is in you will make sure that wherever and whenever you speak certain things, okay, whenever you breathe, things will come to life. When you say things would be built. Amen? Alright, now... How many of you know, you know, our God's kingdom is like an upside-down kingdom? Last become first, head will become tail. And you know, when, when in Acts, uh, when the apostles were going, uh, even the, the priests and all like, why are these people in our town, in Romans, because they have turned everything upside-down. You know, so God's kingdom is upside-down kingdom. You know, the world will tell you, oh, let's gather money, let's gather money, let's gather money. If you go and ask God, you know, He said, go sell your property. Sell everything. You know, you, you, you know, whatever the world made a rule, the, the way God's kingdom works, it's an upside down kingdom. Right? So, I'm here to, to encourage everybody to, to follow this upside down kingdom in your life. It may be difficult, it would be challenging. Uh, you won't be able to understand, you won't be able to comprehend or, or it won't make sense to you. But I can assure you, if you do this, you would see great result in your life. You know, if you see all great men and women of God who are doing all this, this marvelous thing and you know, people getting healed, people get, dead people getting raised and, and you know, miracles, signs, it just didn't happen all of a sudden, you know. They followed this upside down principle. Unless you, you do this, you won't see God's hand or God's work happening in your life, okay. Of course, that does, I, I, I'm not contradicting that God doesn't love you. God will only do certain things when you do certain things. No, God, God loves you. But it's our duty to, to do what this upside down kingdom does, okay. Now, what does enemy come to, what does the thief come to do? Steal, kill and destroy? Now, what should we do? We should give, lay and build. It's just the opposite of steal, kill and destroy I've put. Don't look at me so amazed, okay? Now, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why we should do this, okay? Let's go to the next slide, okay? You know, this is what Luke 6.38 says. Let's read it together. Give and you will receive it. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make more room for more, running over and poured out into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. All right. Most famous scripture, everybody likes it. Like, you know, the pressed down, shaken together, make room. You know, it makes people very excited. But this is NLT version. What does it ask you to give? You know, people think it's always money. You know, now offering is going to come. You may think, oh, I'm going to encourage you for putting offering. If you see the second part of the verse, it says your, what does it say? Your gift. Okay? Turn to your neighbor and say, your gift. Turn to your other neighbor and say, your gift. Turn to the neighbor who took your phone. Say, your gift, okay? God wants your gift. God wants your time. God wants the best that you have. And when you give it back to Him, 
what will you get in return? You will get in return full. Okay? Now when it says full, if you give five hours of your life, God will give you five hours back. I don't know how. Because it's an upside down kingdom. I, don't, I, I still have to understand that. But it also says press down, shaking together and make room for more. Okay? So, you know, in, 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 in natural, if you have a bottle of water, and you pour, what will happen? The bottle will get empty. But in God's kingdom, if you pour, your bottle will never run dry. And there are examples in the Bible. Okay? There was famine all across the land. But that woman where, where Elijah stayed, the, her flour and oil never ran out. Okay? Because she gave all that she had. And I'm here to challenge you. You try God. You know, the word of God says, taste and see how good the Lord is. Okay, taste, try. Try giving, not your money. It's, it's okay if God leads you to empty your bank account and do, do it when God tells you. Okay, don't do it because you feel like doing it. Don't give because, you, I, I, because I shared and you want uh, press down, shaken together, full portion. Don't do it. Don't do it out of emotion. Do it out of heart. Okay? Of course, your emotions are driven by your heart. But when you do, when God asks you to do, these things will happen in your life. And I can guarantee you that. Amen? Second thing. You need to lay. Okay? Now, let's read it together. I want everybody to read. One, two, three, go. Okay. The enemy will come to kill. The thief will come to kill. But what is your duty? Your duty is to love and to lay down one's life for one's friend. How many of you are willing to do that? Raise your hand only if you are willing to do it. Okay? Ask God for strength. It's not easy. You know? I am standing here because I have a mic and speaking. But I know it's very difficult. But when you have God's love in you, you will be able to do it. Okay. Yesterday, uh, I was with a woman of God. Uh, she, she didn't want to disturb me because uh, she knew that uh, I'm, 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 I'm serving in Sunday. I have to get up and all and I have to come to church and do the, uh, like I'm ministering, I'm occupied. So she didn't want to disturb me. But I turned to her and I said, if I'm not able to help you off the stage, my standing here on the stage is a waste. Okay, if you come to church, you do everything, the best possible thing and best checklist that a Christian has, you do everything inside the church, but you don't do what is required outside in the world, I'm sorry to say your checklist is a waste. You only spend 2-3 hours in church, you come, you, you get equipped, you worship, you receive your blessing, you receive your promise, you receive your prophecy and you go back. And if you stay at home and you don't love or lay down your life for your friend, okay? It's my responsibility to take care of my friend, to lay down my life for my friend because Jesus did. Now if you, if you ask who did it, Jesus did it for you and me. If you think it's possible, if, oh it's not possible, Jesus showed okay there's nothing that god will ask you that jesus has not done okay on top of that we also have the holy spirit with us we have the word of god we have everything every resource required in the upside down kingdom to make it happen it's only our willingness that we should get on our toes and start doing it okay so here's my challenge to you lay down your life Okay? And I can assure you, there are so many other Bible verses. You know, if you love your life, you will lose it. But if you give your life, you will never, never, never lo lose it. All right? And the third thing is to build. Okay? Now, you know how, how good the world is. You know, it's only trying to, to pull you down, to slow you down, to demoralize you, to talk negative things about you. And I am sure including me, everybody is, is having one or the other challenge in one or the area of their life in the world where people are just trying to destroy you. Okay? But 
This is what the word of God says in 1 Thessalonians 5.11. It says, so encourage each other and build each other up. Okay? So shake your neighbor and say, build each other. Let's build each other. Okay. Don't do it because I'm saying. Mean it and say. Okay? And just as you are already doing it. See, the, the author knows that you are already doing it. But if you feel that what you are doing is enough, I'm sorry to say you need to do more. Okay? Because there are more broken people, there are more discouraged people, there are more people who do not know the love of God, who do not know Jesus Christ, who do not understand the world, uh, the, 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 the kingdom, the kingdom of God. They don't understand heaven. It's our responsibility that we should build it. Amen? Amen. Why? Like, you know, you all become silent because I'm putting more responsibility on you. It's not, so don't, don't feel that it's only my responsibility. It's our responsibility, okay? It's our responsibility as a church. It's our responsibility as a family, but it's also our responsibility as an individual. Amen? How many of you are willing to do that? Okay? If you need help, ask us. Okay? If you need help, ask God. If you need strength, ask God. God has, you know, God has asked and I will give you generously. Okay? Just make yourself available. Just make yourself ready. Just make yourself empty. Empty yourself in the presence of God and He will fill you up. And when He fills, it will never run out. Amen? The next slide. Let's pray. How many of you are ready to pray? Okay? Come. Those who want to pray, please stand on your feet. Hold your neighbor's hand. Don't, don't ask the phone yet. Okay? Hold your neighbor's hand. And repeat this. Only if you mean, only if you mean, repeat it after me. Okay? There's no compulsion. But only if you mean, because today we are going to take an oath. Today we are going to you know, promise God something. Okay? Uh, be very careful because you are not promising to a man. You are not promising to church. You are promising something to God. Okay? And, and uh, I'll pray that God will give you the strength. God will give you the courage to do it. Okay? You don't have to say out loud. You know, because your neighbor would know. But if you feel, say it in your heart, say it in your spirit, and say only if you mean it. I want every eyes closed. Pray this prayer after me. Say, Father, I know that enemy comes, the thief comes to still kill and destroy. But I believe and belong to the upside world of your kingdom. And I pray that I will give, I will lay and I will build. Because your word says, when I do this, I will not be left empty. When I do this, I will not lose anything. In fact, I will gain. I will gain heaven. I will gain the love of Jesus Christ in my life. I would never run dry. Thank you for the word. Thank you for what you have taught us today. Father, we pray that you would help us to grow in it, to sustain in it, and to give what we have returned. Father, I pray and I declare over our church, there's nothing that the thief can steal, kill, and destroy in our church. And even if he does, we know that our God will reverse everything. You, because Jesus reversed the sting of death on that cross. J Jesus Establish the relationship that was lost in the Garden of Eden. And we are victorious 
we are victorious because enemy has already lost the battle he just trying to make a fool of himself by 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 trying to fight us if you tell your problem how big the problem is it will never get solved but if you tell your problem how big my god is the problem would run away amen there is no hurt that jesus cannot heal there's no pain that jesus cannot console there's no situation that jesus cannot solve and say this after me if you believe i will not be destroyed because i will i know my god the enemy cannot destroy me because i know my god i will not allow the thief to come and steal kill and destroy my relationship my job my finance my health thank you for what you are doing thank you for what you have put in us thank you master we give you all glory because you alone deserve all the glory we give you all praise because you alone are worthy of our praise <clears throat> let your name be always lifted high in our life and through our life that's our only prayer in jesus name we pray amen we hope you were refreshed and strengthened by the word of god if you want to know more about god or have a question you would like to ask or even a prayer request you would like to share do connect with us at dreamingrevival.com be our guest for one of our services here at Bangalore Revival Center on Saturdays at 7 pm or Sundays at 11 am